This is Happily Holistic, where we dive deeply into everything health and wellness with a big dash of spirituality and a sprinkle of business. We spotlight the uplifting and the positive and share the secret ways top wellness authors and celebrities get inspired, stay healthy, and enjoy this beautiful life. I'm your host, Amy Lee Mercury, best-selling author of 15 books and holistic health expert for the last 19 years. I can't wait to get happily holistic with you today. Hello, hello. Welcome to Happily Holistic. I'm so excited you're here with me. And I'm even more excited that I get to have such a wonderful guest today. It is Emma Mumford. Hello, Emma. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to chat with you. I'm good. How are you doing? Yay, I'm doing well. I'm excited to tell everybody all about what you do. Um, Emma is an award-winning life coach and mentor. She's a best-selling author. She's a speaker. She's a law of attraction YouTuber. She's also a podcast host. So there's a lot of us. I'm beginning to find out as I'm doing my podcast. Her <laughs> podcast is called The Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast. I love it. Uh, Emma's work uses law of attraction and spirituality to help women turn their dream life into an abundant reality. Emma's latest book, Positively Wealthy, is coming out in June, and I'm so excited to read it. Emma's website is emmamumford.co.uk, and her Instagram is I am Emma Mumford. And I love her Instagram. So <laughs> thank you. See what we're all up to on there. Emma, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. I'm so excited to chat with you. Me too. I'm excited. So I want to hear about the Spiritual Queen's Badass podcast. Where did the name come from? And tell me about being a badass, please. Do you know what? Everybody <laughs> asked me this question and the answer is really boring. <laughs> I was just sat one day thinking like, right, I'm known as Spiritual Queen. Spiritual Queen is my brand. How can I have Spiritual Queen podcast? And I just thought, you know what? Spiritual Queen's Badass podcast. It sounds yes. really good. And I think I just must have channeled it one day to be like, this is good. I like this. And the amount of people yeah. who say, I just clicked on your podcast because it said badass and I ended up really loving yes. it. So it clearly works. <laughs> I love it. I love, I love it. Just the name. I love it. I'm like, I need, I want to be a spiritual queen and a badass. This is the, <laughs> this is the one to listen to. I like, I mean, who wouldn't be compelled by that? I, I love exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> And, and as a podcast host, tell me about what are, what are some of the surprises that have, coming, have come out of hosting the podcast so far? I think for me, and I'm sure you'll be the same, Amy, is just how many incredible stories I get to hear of, I get to meet so many incredible people, which I'm sure you can agree with as well. Yeah. And they actually become my friends as well. Like a lot of them yeah. I stay in touch with. And I think it's just so nice to bring people's work to your audience as well um, and just talk really interesting topics and, and learn about their stories as well. And one question I always ask my guests is, when did you spiritually awaken? What's your story? And I think it's just really nice to hear everybody's different awakening stories and, and see how they got into what they do today. It's just, yeah, that for me is the best bit, you know, learning people's stories. Absolutely. I totally agree. And it's such a fun way to, to meet, you know, 
like-minded people around the world. I mean, it's so cool. You're there in England. I'm here in the United States. We're having this conversation. And we were connected by George Lizos, who is in Cyprus. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty international. It is. Yeah, it's one of the amazing things about how we have such an interconnected world now. You know, where we're all we're all connecting through all of these really fun technological means, whether it's social media, podcasting, and we're kind of entrepreneurs. Yeah. So many of us are entrepreneurs and we get to connect and it's just kind of an amazing, it's an amazing gift that we have. Definitely. Yeah. And we get to meet, you know, really cool people like, like this, like I get to meet Emma and you guys who are listening, I'll get to hear about her work, which I'm really excited to hear about. So your newest book, Positively Wealthy, is coming out in June. Will you tell, tell me about the inspiration for that book? How did that book come, come to you and how did it um, get born into this world? Okay, so Positively Wealthy is my second book. And yeah. just like my first book, it just kind of dropped into me. So my first book, Spiritual Queen, once that came out January in 2019, I was like, right, that's it. Couple years off, you know, I've done a lot in my business. I've done a lot in my work, you know, writing that book, it was like almost like putting your soul onto paper. So for me, I definitely wanted, you know, just a few years off, learn a few more things and, you know, then write the second book. But the universe had a very different plan. And at the launch party for Spiritual Queen, we hired a psychic to just kind of give some like readings for people. Fun. And I went and had one first because otherwise I probably wouldn't have had a chance to chat to her. And yeah. she said, oh, you know, your next book's going to be about money, don't you? And I was like, no, no, it's not. So for anybody who doesn't know my past, um, I used to be known as a coupon queen here in the UK. So my previous business, which I run for six years, was a money saving and couponing business. So that's what really oh. gave me the platforms I have today. And then I transitioned into spirituality about three years ago. So for me, I left my money saving roots in the past when I saw that business. I was like, you know, like, you know, money and money and spirituality can go together, but there's no way I'm writing a money book. So I thought, you know, she's obviously well off with that one. I kind of laughed it off. And then um, a few months later, I just kept having conversations with people like my spiritual friends and peers. And they're like, Emma, you're just really good with money. You really need to share this with people. Like you've been a banker, a money saving expert. You're good with money. You need to share this because a lot of people in the spiritual community maybe don't have, you know, a great relationship with money or don't really connect to it, um, especially spiritual entrepreneurs. So, you know, it was just like those messages kept coming and I was like, oh God, I'm going to have to write a book about money, aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> so the, the, the idea finally sort of dropped um, last April in 2018. Um, and what I thought was just going to be a book on money and how to have a positive relationship with money really quickly developed into wealth, into defining what our version of wealth is as well. So for me, I had a real big moment in my life as such where my journey began with this book where I'd manifested everything off my manifestation list and I mean everything selling my wow. business the dream house the book deal the dream guy everything I'd ever wanted and yeah. when I was waiting for the money for the sale of my business to kind of come into my account I thought this is it Emma you've like reached your dreams you know this is it you've achieved everything like you've made it and I thought that when that money would hit my account I just have this you know, this complete feeling of that's it, you've made it, you can chill now. And 
when it did, I felt no different. And I just felt this like, this feeling that I'd felt all along of, you know, this unfulfillment in my life. Mm. And I realized that I'd been chasing the complete wrong version of wealth. I thought that my version of wealth was, you know, like having a successful business, having a book deal, all these things that, you know, many of us aspire to. Mm. Um, but I realized by achieving all of that and achieving every single one of my work dreams, um, you know, in the space of about a year and a half that actually I'd neglected my whole personal life. So my relationship wasn't where I wanted it to be. I didn't have deep, meaningful friendships. You know, I had amazing friends, but the, the connection wasn't there as such. And I was just throwing myself into work. And I realized that that to me wasn't my true version of wealth. So the book very quickly sort of like escalated into this whole journey of me redefining my version of wealth and how to find fulfillment in my life fully so that my manifestations didn't have to define my happiness. Um, and also, you know, having an all round great relationship with money and wealth. So the theme of the book is kind of like split between two, but the, you know, it really came from going along that journey myself and having that realization and then being like, wow, okay, the universe knew what it was doing here. <laughs> Sounds like it. That was so engrossing, Emma. I felt like I was like zoning into what you were saying and just like, wow, I really want to read your book. I mean, I wanted to anyway, but now I'm like, wow, what a storyteller you are. I love it. That was tremendous. I'm sure I, I would love to hear in the comments from our listeners if you guys just felt that way when you heard Emma tell us all this, that was amazing. Wow. And I think that's such a, it's such a timely message because really defining what matters and what is important and, and what is an abundant life, you know, what is wealth isn't just your bank balance, what really what it is especially right now in the world, what we've been going through, I think everybody's redefining those, those things right now too. It's going to be Absolutely. a great, great time for you to share this work. Definitely. And, you know, mm -hmm. obviously a year ago when I wrote this, I had no idea of what position we were going to be in as a collective, um, obviously this year in 2020. Um, yeah. And it was really odd because the book was actually meant to come out in April with my first book's publisher. And then Watkins came in and were like, we want to buy this off you. Um, and essentially because they had better distribution, um, yeah. I obviously went with them because there was more support from a traditional publisher. Yes. And obviously when they came back, we're saying, oh, we'll have to release it in June now. Obviously I felt quite, you know, like, oh, okay, like I know it can't be helped. Yeah. Um, now I see that <laughs> with everything that's going on, like really, that was the universe, you know, saving me a little bit and being like divine timing, like trust when that book yes. comes out, it will be the best time possible. Yes, exactly. As someone who has books that came out in April, uh, we'll see, you know, how that all shakes out. But I think J June's going to be the perfect time for yours. And, and even, you know, into the fall. It's going to be really nice. Yeah. I'm excited for that. <laughs> I just, I love when men too, but when women get to share our visions and connect with others and open doors to awareness for people. Absolutely, definitely. And we're definitely in times where, you know, we're all able to share our stories as well and share our message, which is so amazing, whether it's on social media, mm. on YouTube, or in a book form, you know, there's so many great ways to do that nowadays. Yes, exactly. Exactly. 
I'm really excited for your book. Yay. So I know you're, you're into law of attraction and that's something you do a lot of on YouTube as well. So if you were to distill for us, like maybe your top two law of attraction pro tips for our listeners, what would they be? Only two, Amy. I don't think I can do that. <laughs> okay, let's say three, three to five. How about that? <laughs> okay well I think I'll mix it up a little bit yeah, um I'll sure. try and do two but it'll probably yeah. be more like three or five but um <laughs> I think the steps of law of attraction is definitely my number one tip because a lot of people they read the secret or mm-hmm. you know they come across the law of attraction and the the classic three steps if you're not aware to anybody listening is ask believe receive so you set your intention with the universe you believe that you can receive it and then you know boom it magically appears in your life so for those who again are like Emma what is law of attraction the law of attraction is um you know a a law of the universe essentially that what you put out into the world comes back to you so a bit like a boomerang so if you're putting out positive energy positive thoughts um you know you go throughout your day feeling positive feeling happy you're going to attract positive um even more reasons to feel grateful positive and happy whereas if you're kind of you know saying oh i'm probably not going to get that interview or i'm not worth it etc like that, that negative energy then you're just affirming that back to you and that's why you're probably like I knew that would happen and because you're, you're you're bringing that into your reality as such so always see it like a boomerang but essentially I believe there's five steps to the law of attraction and I spoke about this in my first book because as I went through my manifesting journey I just found that there were so many things that weren't mentioned in texts and books and from teachers and I thought this really is important because without learning those steps, I definitely wouldn't have manifested everything that I have. So the first step is still definitely ask. So that's putting your visions out there, whether it's through a vision board, whether it's writing it, speaking it, all of those, you know, whatever resonates with you is a great way to ask for your intention. So be clear with it, get clarity on what it is exactly that you want, because the universe loves clarity and you want that clarity reflected back to you as well. So the second step is still believe, which is obviously working towards um your manifestation as such so what you know feeling that you're worthy of it that you can have it and that the universe can deliver it to yourself so i always say that you know it's really about working through the blocks so anything that stands between you and your manifestation work on that that's definitely that belief stage um so for instance if you wanted to manifest love and you didn't feel worthy of it like that's your work that you have to do in that belief stage so the third step which is a new one that i've added in is trust so a little bit different to belief um is trusting and that's taking your inspired action so trusting that by taking that inspired action the universe can bring you your manifestation to you with that co-creation process and also trusting in the process trusting in divine timing trusting in the process um you know belief and trust i think are very two different things sometimes and it's important to trust the process trust yourself trust your intuition and divine timing as well that at the perfect time, your manifestation will will come to you. And then the fourth step, again, another new one is letting go. And this was a big lesson for me, (laughs) letting go and surrendering. Um, And this is, you know, kind of seems a bit backwards because you have to ask, you know, believe, trust, and then you've just got to let it go. How does that make sense? And it is a funny one, definitely. But what I mean by letting go is letting go of the attachment. So um, it having to happen, how you think it will, when you think it will. Um, so it's just really flowing with the universe and surrendering to that divine timing. And 
being okay with that manifestation happening and it not happening. So you hold that end goal, you hold that end vision for sure of it happening, but equally you trust that if it's not the way you think it is, that the universe has something better planned. So there's a better way of it coming to you. So that's really what you should work on in the letting go stage. And then five is obviously receive. Um, So it's important to celebrate. It's important to be grateful, of course, and just be really present with your with your manifestations as well. But another top tip I'd say is clarity. A lot of the time people, they think they know what they want. But ultimately, when you really ask, they're like, oh, yeah, I really want the dream guy. I'm like, "Okay, what does that look like? And they're like, oh, just a guy. I'm like, "Okay, so a bit like your ex then. And they're like, no, no, no. So it's important to know what you don't want so that you know what you do want. So definitely I find like writing dream lists are really good because then you can like write down all the qualities you'd like from that partner, from that house, from that career you're looking to transition to, you know, just really get clear on what you want and the universe will match that clarity. I love that. Wow. I feel like we're just learning so much in this interview with you, Emma. Just so many great actionable kind of deep tips and your stories and you're just you're you're drawing me in and I love it I think our listeners are gonna are gonna love it I love all those tips so much and the trust and the letting go are so crucial aren't they Mm, definitely but not many people talk about it and that's what that's why I was like what I have to let this go nobody said this Um, exactly I think it's like understanding what letting go means. It doesn't mean that you just say goodbye to that desire forever. It's just learning to be present and learning to, I always find, you know, in that letting go phase, it's good to focus on other things because it like naturally distracts your mind. So you're almost like, almost like when I'm always looking in the other direction, bam, it turns up because I've been focused on other things, being happy, mm-hmm. like enjoying my life, not like worrying about that manifestation. So yes. yeah, definitely that's what I'd focus on during letting go. That's definitely been the case for me too. When I'm, I mean, absolutely putting in the time, the effort, the intention for sure. Mm. But then also during those times when I'm, I have let go, that's when sometimes it shows up and sometimes it takes me a little while to be like wait a minute it's here <laughs> right because at first you're kind of like just going along not thinking about it you've let go of it and then it's yeah. like wait a minute oh that's it that's yeah. that thing I've been trying to manifest for so long you know so interesting how that happens definitely yeah that happened for me this this past what would it be? End of 2019. I was like, you know, just kind of engrossed in my life and doing my thing and had done a lot of work over the past year before around um, love and relationships. And then it was like, oh, wait, I just manifested this. I didn't even realize like, oh my gosh, it's here. And I think they're the best ones, aren't they, as well? Because yes. it's like a really positive surprise where you're like, oh, I did that. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow, this, you know, this arrived. And, and I think it also renews our belief, our well of belief that then we can use for other manifestations. Mm, as we see, like, you know, life has delivered. And sometimes it's also seen when, when life delivers a different version. Mm. But I do, um, 
intentioning a lot of times I'll say, you know, X, Y, Z, this or something better. Yeah. It's so important to say that. Yeah. Cause sometimes it is something better. And actually in the case of the relationship thing, all the intentioning I did was for something else I thought I wanted in the relationship. But I said, this or something better, something better shows up. <laughs> you it. just don't know. So you just have to, tr- and that's the trust. Definitely. Definitely. And, you know, sometimes we think we know what we want for ourselves. Um, And like you said, with the relationship example, you know, when that something better comes along, you're like, wow, the universe knew me better than how I knew myself. Exactly. The universe for me delivered, delivered something that also helped with other intentions too, in a way that I couldn't have like mentally, necessarily mentally conceived of. Mm. that's I don't know for me that's the story of my life I don't know if that's the case for you yeah definitely absolutely you know for instance I've had so many instances like my book deal like the dream man like all these things where I think my house is a bit which I'm in now is probably the only thing which was like clear to what I asked for um but you know like with my book deal for instance it worked out so much better than what I originally wanted for myself um, that I was like, wow, when I finally let it go, when I finally just thought, you know what, like the way I would publish my first books, like fine, you know, it's all good. I can just do that again. And then when yeah. I truly let go and like almost just accepted that I had to do it the same route as my first book, then all of a sudden, like, like I said, Watkins literally emailed me the day that I had this like acceptance saying, Hey, Emma, you know, we've come across your work. We'd love you to write a book on money and wealth. I was like, I have this exact book fully written. What? (laughs) How cool. (laughs) So yeah, Yeah. exactly. Like for me, you know, I realized, you know, I never knew that Watkins was what I needed, but clearly, and now like working with him and seeing this book coming out, I'm like, wow, like that was something better massively. And I feel like that's just the beginning for you too. (laughs) Like I see a lot, I don't know. I just see a lot more books in your future, a lot more. Whoa, I was told by my psychic a few years ago, 10. I was like, I don't know if I've got 10 in me. Like, (laughs) it's funny. That's actually basically what I just saw. (laughs) I'm also a medical intuitive. I don't know if you realize that, but so I do see things. (laughs) Yeah. How funny. Well, Uh I just want a few years off because now I've written two. I definitely want a few years off universe. I'm putting that out there. (laughs) Hey. She has her plans. Life has her plans. I suspect it'll be sooner than you think. Oh gosh, no. <laughs> hey, I've been, I'm like, yeah, I'll write four books to come out all at once. Sure. I'll do it. I don't know how you've done that, Amy. Can I just say like, how have you found the time to do that? Here's the real secret. I have ADHD, which means as we get close to the deadline, I go into hyper-focus and then I'm a machine. That's what it is. That's the real secret. And you're Virgo like me. We are born doers. (laughs) I am a Virgo. Exactly. Yeah. I will persevere and I will figure it out, whatever it is. (laughs) I think we lost signal and hopefully you will come back. Ah, we lost her. Oh, I hear you. (laughs) Sorry, it just cut me out. I know. I mean, perhaps that was the energy. Um, yeah, it's just saying my internet's unstable. So I'm just going to try it a second because it shouldn't be. 
no, it's loading fine. Oh. Fingers crossed it'll be all right. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Hey, we're rolling with the flow over here. Our listeners are hopefully enjoying our spontaneity as much as we are. <laughs> Um, we are going to wrap up with the question I ask everybody at the end of the podcast, which is just for fun. Um, if you could tell your 16 year old self something and send them a message from the future, what would it be? Love that question. Isn't that fun? Um, I think I would tell my 16 year old self that everything's going to be okay. Definitely at that stage of my life, I was very lost. I had depression. I felt very alone. Mm -hmm. And I think for myself, I always felt that nothing was going to happen to me in life that basically like everyone would have their like partners be successful. And I never knew what my purpose was here. I never, I was an only child. Like Mm -hmm. it was always me by myself, a little lone Island. So I always used to think, like you know like what what am I going to do what's my purpose and I I knew deep down I always had this like little intuition of um I remember always going into um the bookstore with my mum when I was a kid saying mum my book will be up there one day and she was like okay (laughs) I love that so there was always something within me that knew I could do something, but I didn't know what exactly. Yeah. So I think I would definitely tell my younger self, like, everything's going to work out. It's going to be okay. It's going to be more more than you could ever imagine it to be okay. And that yeah. you've got plenty of time to do everything. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. I love that. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here, Emma. It was so much fun to chat with you. Thank you so much for having me. It's been such a pleasure. Yeah, so I'll have to have you back again. Maybe we can have you back as, as your book has come out and we'll have more to hear about with your journey yeah. with that. So find Emma at I am Emma Mumford on Instagram and emmamumford.co.uk. And thank you so much to everyone for listening to Happily Holistic. We're sending you off with love and light and hugs. Thanks, Emma. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to Happily Holistic with me, Amy Lee Mercree. You can find out more about the show on amyleemercree.com on the podcast page. Please stop by your favorite social platform and leave me a comment. I'd love to hear how you liked today's show and what topics you'd like me to cover in the future. Come find me on Instagram and Facebook at amyleemercree. Until next time, stay happily holistic.